0: The bus. Listen, Mr. Lee, they could kill one another. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, but we can't be involved with murder. Exactly, Randy. Mr. Lee, is this you talking or the liquor? Randy.
1: I am the liquor.
2: Ten, nine, eight, seven. Four,
3: three, two, one. And welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for anti-social commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. <laughs> get down on your knees
1: and kiss this man's feet.
3: I'm Lance Wackerly. If I was that dude, I'd be
0: dreaming of boobs.
3: We're gonna stay here all night if we have to, so let's get started. Uh, can I go when this starts to suck? Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. E. Simon.
0: I'm Lance Wackerly.
3: What's up, Wackerly? I didn't think you're going to show up for the podcast today.
0: Oh, why is that?
3: Because I thought you're going to call in gay. Isn't it gay uh, day without a gay today? It's
0: day without a gay day.
3: I was totally expecting a phone call saying I'm not coming into the podcast tonight. Sorry, D. And then well, I was I... going to be like, why, why, why won't you come in? And then then I realized, oh, it's day without a gay.
0: Um, but yeah, you well, didn't. you might not have come in out of solidarity You don't have to be gay to, to, be, uh, to take did, off work Did you hear
3: about this, though? Were people actually calling into work? No, saying, I'm gay was, and I can't come into everybody work?
0: Everybody was at my job, even the people that are gay so.
3: People at my job didn't even know about it Even the people that were gay well, Like I, I know this one dude, I was talking to him over, over coffee And I was just like, you know, it's uh, calling the work gay day today And he's like, yeah, I heard about that I don't think people are really going to do it <laughs>
0: Actually, it's it's almost like, especially in the recession, uh, and this isn't an original idea. I heard it on the radio, but it's totally true. It's almost like uh, prevent, you know, guaranteeing that you can never be fired. Because you know it's a recession, and if you got fired, you could be like, "You fired me because I took day without a gay day off," you know, and then you could sue the company.
3: If, yeah, I mean, well, they could do that for discrimination, but you know, they, I don't, I don't know. I, I wonder how many companies would be like, oh, okay, especially in San Francisco, they'd be like, you know, we agree with the solidarity. We unite for your cause. Right. But, you know, I wonder, though, um, I think you brought up this point earlier. What about my brother's bar? My brother has to work tonight. What if uh, no one shows up? I wonder if my brother called in.
0: Yeah, the gays that wanted to go to the edge would be very angry. <laughs> So I wonder if uh, it's a double standard.
3: It's a total double standard. I wonder if they hired a bunch of chicks and like straight dudes to work the gay bars tonight, like temps, something like that. Yeah. So so you... really,
0: it's it's not day without a gay day. It's day without a gay who works for straight people day.
3: Yeah, it's day without. <laughs> <a laughs> they still gay expect who... all the gay
0: bar bartenders to be there. I'm but sure. you, you know,
3: dude. But seriously, day without a gay. How are you really affected? Like, you're not going to go get your hair cut. <laughs> You know, it's like... Asian
0: ladies (laughs) cut my hair, not gays. Okay, so
3: you wouldn't even be affected at all, dude. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I don't know. But a day without a Mexican, I don't know what would happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, then I can't get a burrito. The dishes are dirty in the restaurant.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Think about a day without a Jew. All the banks would go under. Jesus, we'd be in economic turmoil right now. Yeah, we already are. I couldn't even imagine that. So Wackerly, you might notice that uh, I am not drinking beer. I know it's really annoying. Uh, I'm almost gonna leave today's episode. Don't leave, seriously. You know I beseech you, don't leave. But uh, no, I'm not drinking beer for a reason. Near death experience I had this weekend because of you.
0: What? Am I fish fry on Saturday
3: night? So <laughs> let me let me go into some backstory here. Wackerly had a fish fry. At his apartment in Oakland. It was all the fish that we had caught on the deep sea fishing expedition from a few weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, we decided to cook up all the fish. I was just going to throw it away, but then uh, you decided to have this fish fry, invited a few people over, had a little party. And it's been a while since I've been to Oakland, and I think I can safely say I will not be going to Oakland again. Do you after this say incident. that every time you go to Oakland? Near-death I experience. Know. I'm a changed man now. Really?
0: Does it have something to do with Oakland? <laughs>
3: Yeah, it happened in Oakland. So I go over to your house. <laughs> so is the
0: cause of your near death experience, Oakland?
3: Actually, I I think I blame you. <laughs> you wanna know why you wanna know why I blame you? Is so
0: are you never gonna hang out with me again?
3: No, I'm gonna continue hanging out with you again, but I'm you know, but tonight I'm gonna be sober. So okay. I'm gonna have to hang out in a in a sober fashion. Sober
0: day, D you will hang out with well, me. I hope
3: you're not offended by my sobriety.
0: Yeah, I am. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm very offended. <laughs> it's annoying.
3: Well, it's your fault. You brought it on yourself.
0: Are you so, sober forever? Are you now like
3: I don't know teetotaler. The, well, after a near-death experience, you evaluate your life and your circumstances. So all I right. think I might be a teetotaler for the next few days <laughs> and the next couple hours. It. I'm not sure yet. But but let me get into the detail here. So, Wankley, I think the reason I got so unbelievably drunk and so recklessly drunk is because of your unlabeled boxes of wine that you had. It wasn't you had a box of like what ten bottles of wine, all unlabeled, right? Yeah. And so you don't know the potency of that wine. <laughs> and you're passing it out willy-nilly, <laughs> like, drink you, up, you drink up, at, like, you, you know, the god of Dionysus al- or something. You would
0: normally look up, look at the alcohol content of the wine you're drinking and prorate your servings accordingly? Is that what you're Dude,
3: I would know the alcohol content of Box of Franzia, which is what I usually drink when I drink wine. But instead, I'm like, okay, I'll have some of Wackerly's secret elixir here. Let me, let me try this out. And uh yeah dude I mean if I didn't know you better I'd think you're trying to like slip me a roofie or something.
0: Uh-huh. I, dude, the, the problem was there were there were a lot of people and so the wine just kept coming out and you failed to count your drinks or what does it women do count their drinks?
3: Okay, no, I I did have a few too many. I drank a lot of wine that night. You know what,
0: I I got really drunk, but my excuse was I was cooking, so I wasn't paying attention. Um, But I think, uh, yeah, I don't think it was the unlabeled boxes of wine. I think it was the doobie that you shared... Uh, in my apartment with people who remain unspoken.
3: I actually think that might have uh, definitely exacerbated the effects of my drunkenness. Which
0: I don't smoke weed, so obviously the doobie has nothing to do with me.
3: You know, if I recall correctly, which I can't recall much from the evening, but I think it was forced on me. Or at least I was yeah. cajoled into Did somebody, smoking it.
0: Somebody shotgunned it into your nostrils. No, you were I smoking? think you know
3: someone probably called me a pussy because I wasn't <laughs> smoking, and I'm like, give me that. I'm drunk. I'll smoke it. And you know, back so in the day, you're
0: a uh, mid 30s. Uh, you've succumbed push over beer, and You've succumbed to beer <laughs> pressure.
3: No, but you know what it was. It's it's been a while since I've smoked weed, and you know, back in the day, fuck yeah, dude, I could smoke four joints and drink like. Eight beers and it wouldn't be a problem, but now it's well, like,
0: you'd be fucked up. But you- <laughs> I'd
3: be fucked up, but I could deal <laughs> with be it.
0: Yeah, you'd want to be that fucked up. But like, now, this is great. I mean,
3: it's been you know six months since a year since I've had like a hit of weed, right? And it's like you you smoke that after drinking sundry glasses of wine. And I think it definitely affects your uh, drunkenness.
0: And then you go out and drink more. And
3: you know, that was the problem. problem. Yeah. And I think that was your doing as well, because you're like, let's go to the bar. Everybody yeah, get the fuck out of my, my you house. get out of
0: my house. That's exactly
3: <laughs> So why. we go to the bar, and, uh, and, and that's where my near-death experience occurred. Dude, I don't even, because you weren't even, you were at the bar for a total of like five minutes before you like skulked away oh, all that's, drunkenly. that's
0: completely untrue. I had Dude, like, you totally pulled a
3: Houdini. Yeah,
0: but I had like four drinks before that. That was the second act. bar we'd been to that night. I don't know if you don't remember that or not.
3: Okay, we yeah, no, bars. I do remember. This is the second bar we're at, the so Ruby Room. So I had, room.
0: like, a, one drink at the first bar and, like, three at the second bar. And then, yeah, and then I left.
3: So you weren't there when I was talking to the girl and I fell off the stool? I was there when the you stool. started
0: talking to the girl, but I wasn't there when you fell off the stool. Which and is, had and my by accident. By awesome mo- Is that your signature move now?
3: <laughs> it was it was quite embarrassing, but that was the near death experience. I was wasted, and I don't recall what I was talking to the girl about. I just remember having a a animated discussion with her uh-huh. sure my was in my drunken mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was <laughs> fascinating. Fish
0: and, uh, a lot of slurring, guessing.
3: and uh, yeah, yeah, and the usual. But. I... Uh, <laughs> I do recall I was kind of leaning back on the stool and then just slipped completely, fell on my ass, bruised my tailbone, and then smacked (laughs) my head. (laughs) Toxic? Yeah, my coccyx. I think I broke my coccyx and then smacked my head against the wall behind me. And so when I did this, I just kind of fell. I wasn't, you know, I was slightly dazed. But I wasn't like knocked unconscious or anything. I, I, I do remember her getting off the stool and just kind of quickly walking away from me. <laughs> it was her cue to leave. And then, and then uh, Pat and uh, who was a girl, Kira, that was still there were, were laughing uh, heartedly. They, they, they enjoyed it. I would have
0: laughed if I was still there.
3: Yeah, you probably would have too. That's a pretty but hard, dude,
0: solid wood wall there.
3: Yeah, it's, I smacked really hard. And so, you know, I didn't even think about the time. I had a concussion. I totally had a concussion. The next day I went home. Well, I went home that night because Pat gave me right ride home, which you're not supposed to sleep when you've had a concussion. No. And I passed out. I woke up the next morning, surprisingly, because, uh, you, know, be, you know, I could have died that night. Blew my nose, and it was just blood and snot.
0: Uh-huh. You showed me the picture.
3: Yeah, I, you know, I took a and picture I just, of it.
0: But you think it's normal to even, I mean, there's like, like eight ounces of snot in the, in the tissue in the picture. That's not even a normal amount of snot, even if it's not bloody, and you just you have that no- level well, of, snot had a bit of a production cold. on a daily basis. A
3: bit of a cold, but wasn't there a lot of blood in the snot? Yeah, there's
0: a lot of blood, but even just the quantity of the snot. Now is that might disturbing. have had to do
3: with some of the other drugs I was doing the evening before, but still, I, you know, I, I'm not sure why that happened. Right.
0: So you've you've proven you've not proven your case. Why, I have a goose egg on the back of my head Oakland?
3: because it happened in Oakland, and the reason it happened in Oakland is because I got too drunk. Dude, all I'm doing is correlation. That's what happened. I go to your house (laughs) in Oakland. Every time I go there, something bad happens. Uh, I'm not going back in Oakland. That's probably true. I don't know. I don't so know.
0: it's more superstition at this point, but so, I guess you're, you're entitled to your superstition. So
3: in conclusion here, after having this concussion, and I didn't go see a doctor because I don't think I really need to go see a doctor. I'm actually living and breathing right now, yeah. although I am wondering if I should go see a doctor eventually. Well, a doctor is going
0: to say, yeah, you have a concussion, and, and you'll be like, okay, do your, do your doctoring, fix it. And they'll be like, well, that's not really anything we can do. Take some aspirin and, and take a nap. Yeah, basically that's, that's what it doctors just takes do. a few days. Yeah. And you know, these I do God-like feel God like doctors have powers over life and death. They don't do shit. Well,
3: it's not like I'm vomiting everywhere, and, you know, More everywhere than usual. my huge pupils being dilated. Yeah, but so so anyway, the thing is with with uh, having a concussion, you're not supposed to drink alcohol on it. Oh. And i dude, I was completely disappointed with myself after this this uh shena- these shenanigans in Oakland because dude, I sustained two injuries from a night of drinking.
0: What was the first injury?
3: My ass. I fell on oh, my tailbone. So right. I bruised my coccyx, smacked the back of my head, and then it's all from drinking. I'm a 33. But that's really
0: one injury with multiple uh, points of harm.
3: Regardless, it? dude. I wake up the next day, and I'm kind of like, what happened to me last night? Your my, ass hurts. My ass hurts. My Pat, head hurts. Pat
0: P-Town drove you home. <laughs>
3: yeah, I think P-Town <laughs> might have knocked me out with a maglite. And buggered and bummed you? bummed me or something. I don't know. <laughs> but so no, anyway, it's like, I'm, as a 33-year-old man, I should not be sustaining unexplainable drinking injuries. I'm disappointed with myself. So, therefore, I will not be drinking.
0: Yeah, but as a 33-year-old man, you know, you should have a wife and some kids and live in the suburbs. So,
3: All I'm saying is what, I, c- I can what, have what you, some more well, that's responsibility. That, that's, this is coming from a dipsomaniac.
0: Are you going to start? I don't even know what You're that means. You're dipso. I don't even know what that means. But what, Are you going to start writing a novel or something? I don't, what are you going to do with your time?
3: I think I might lead AA meetings. I don't, I don't know. But don't. I just,
0: plus, how are you going to date women? I don't want to hang out with you sober, and you're not even trying to stick your dick in me.
3: <laughs> you, you bring up an interesting point. I don't know if I will deal with sober women. You know what? I, what I need to do is probably become a good actor. But, you know, I've had some time because it's been a while. you going
0: to be faux drunk?
3: Faux drunk at the bar. <laughs> Like, I'll order a drink, like a, you know, like a, a just a Coca Cola or something, and have them uh-huh. serve it in like a tumbler so it looks like I'm drinking a Jack and Coke.
0: So the bartender's
3: going to know you're a weasel. Well, the bartender will be in on it. <laughs> you know, I'll like tip him, uh, you know, an extra $5 or something. The barman? <laughs> the bar, the barkeep. But so, no, anyway, the past couple of days, I haven't been drinking, and it's been a while since I've gone. Three days, four days without having a drink.
0: Yeah. So what's go- What do you do?
3: Well, exactly. What do you do with the spare time? Because all your friends are going out to the bar. They're calling you, and I'm like, yeah, I can't go, and I don't want to go into detail about why I can't go. So I've just kind of been sitting at home on the computer. Did you and, tell uh, me you have diarrhea. No, I, I, I didn't, I didn't even give an excuse. I just, just didn't call them back. Oh, okay. But so I've been, been on the computer, and I was thinking. Okay, well, I guess I have nothing to do. I'm just gonna have to wank. So a lot of masturbation, I think, is what you do when you're sober uh-huh. and or you're, you're home alone.
0: <laughs> but especially if you're sober.
3: Yeah, but when you're drunk, you just kind of like sloppily masturbate and just kind of pass out in your chair, head on the keyboard. <laughs> it gets, like,
0: in the, gets in the keyboard. But w- but when you're when you're Oops.
3: sober and you're masturbating. You actually kind of get into it, like you're finding. Wow, I never knew I was into bestiality porn, or, (laughs) or oh my god, you know, or you know what I started thinking about. This was last night, the evolution of porn, and how lucky I was to be masturbating to RedTube. And so, recently, I found out about all these sites off the forum. And uh, they, they, all these video sites, they're kind of like YouTube, but with with porn, there's RedTube, there's uh-huh. one called
0: HQVID. Are you talking about the one with that guy with the jar stuff, <laughs> stuck up his ass? Did you beat off to
3: that? No, I'm not into that. <laughs> the one guy won't come. No, I, I'm not into that. Okay. But uh, no, it's probably listed on one of these sites. But so anyway, I was sitting there dick in hand, and I started philosophizing about masturbation, being that I was sober and had nothing else to think about. And you know what I was thinking? The evolution of porn, just in our own lifetime, in these thir- 33 years... A what a wonderful tw- time to be alive. 23 years that you've been wanking. Thinking about it, I remember back in the day, wanking to a scrambled screen of Skinamax porn. Yeah. Remember, like, Black Emmanuel or Lady Shatterly? Sure. But you, but you didn't... You but know before
0: that, even, like, you know, the JCPenney underwear... Section of the catalog.
3: Yeah, they didn't even have Victoria's Secret back in that nope. day. Or sometimes you might get lucky and and get like you know an old hustler, 1983 hustler from like your, that your was, uncle that or was something.
0: That was the pinnacle of porn back then. Yeah, like having. I old would even hustler. jerk off to like you know like Aboriginal peoples in, in the National <laughs> Geographic because they had their tits you would, out. You,
3: you would masturbate to National Geographic titties. I have. <laughs> But I mean, how often did I you mean, ever I actually? Like 12, right? But how often did you ever actually have a VHS porno tape, or better yet, a beta?
0: I uh, never had beta a beta, Max. but I, I, I maybe had, a, it was never your tape, it was always like a tape that got passed around. That had passed been passed around, around. yeah. And uh, one time one of them got stuck in the in the VCR. Which is every kid's home. nightmare. It happened. I got it out with like a screwdriver or something, it probably ruined the VCR,
3: I don't remember. But I was always worried about like, oh my god, I don't have enough time to masturbate to this VHS porno. I mean, what if they walked in, you know, unexpectedly? So, but no, I mean, it, but think about the evolution here. You got the JCPenney's catalog. You got the old crumpled up hustler. You got right. the VHS Betamax porn. And then it got to, you know, your first computer, your dad's or your family's first computer. And you're looking at the images slowly loading up on Netscape or Lycos. Remember that? Yeah.
0: Well, that wouldn't even have been a first. I mean, first computers weren't even on the internet.
3: So it would no, be the like first, the first computer with an internet connection. First computer with an internet connection. You got a 56K dial up modem. And you're and like, waiting yeah, for that Prodigy image to load.
0: <laughs> I don't think you could get porn on Prodigy. I think Prodigy was like censored.
3: Netscape, up. I think, was the first browser I ever used to jerk off. When to. you could
0: get just on the general internet,
3: and you you type in, there's only a few porn sites back in that back in that time, and yeah. you had to wait like five minutes for it to finally show her pussy. <laughs> you're just sitting there like, Sweet, I know because it,
0: it would it would load from the
3: top down, <laughs> top so down, and you're and just like, I don't give a fuck about that. And now it's like load you- from the bottom up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about the face, <laughs> but now it's like you go to a site like RedTube and you type in, you know, your category, anal cream pie or whatever, and it's like you got seventy pages of anal cream pie videos. Right, and it's
0: new shit, like every hour. You know, there's like five new videos up there. It's it's
3: masturbators today, especially young kids who never actually had the evolution of porn experience. You know they—they're blessed, you know, and they're—it's almost like they're I jaded. They're
0: ne- I don't know if they're necessarily blessed because I don't think they're going to have the respect or adoration for porn because it's just like, you know, it's, it's like too I do not have no, it's too
3: accessible. Yeah, I have no,
0: I have no. Uh, feelings about like clean water because it comes right out of the tap and i drink it like i've never had to go to a well to get water or had to like purify it or anything and that's how they're going to be with porn it's just going to be totally everyday shit to them
3: see what i what i see with the the evolution of porn because the porn's not going to stop at the internet what i see happening is yes i think these kids are going to be like completely <laughs> desensitized i think porn's not going to be anything You know, it's going to cease to be like arousing because it's so commonplace. So I think it's going to happen. No,
0: I didn't say that. (laughs) I mean, you're never going to stop 12-year-old boys from jerking off like 12 times a day.
3: But what I say, the seasoned porn purveyors are going to eventually have to like go to the next level in porn. And so so I was looking up. Yeah,
0: and the other reason they're going to have to do that is because all the shit we're talking about, RedTube, XTube, PornTube, whatever, they're all free. It is so free. So, the, the porn providers have to step it up so they can still get money out of people. They're like, well, I'd pay, you know, this is free, but I'd pay for the next thing.
3: But even the porn consumers are going to want the next thing. So, you wonder, technology has already, you know, impacted porn and sex in general on such a like a mass level. Well, I mean, it's kind of changed the face of the game. Well, you yeah, wonder I mean, what re- future really technology is going to Porn do.
0: drove the internet, porn drove VCRs, and, like, you know, most, like, most of the initial VCR sales were because people didn't want to go to, you know, a
3: spank bank or, any, or like a, porn a inspires, dirty porn theater, you know. Porn inspires uh, technological innovation. Yeah. So, you know, today I was reading on this website, it was like some kind of sex blog. Some dude basically wrote this whole story about what he predicts future sex will be. Okay. And so I, I got a few he's examples a sex, here. He's a
0: sex futurist.
3: I think he's, a, yeah, he's a future sex professor. But some of this, I mean, That's isn't fucking even made up. Professorship. Some some of this isn't even all that far fetched. I think some of the, the technology even exists right now. So number one here, have you ever heard of Teledildonics, Wackily? No. Is, I, it the,
0: is there I a think Teledildonics I in, Institute?
3: <laughs> I want to be an engineer. Just like yes, I'm in Teledildonics. I think that's what I'm going to start saying to chicks now, now that I'm sober, when I'm at the bar. Yes, I'm in teledildonics.
0: You should have a pocket protector, but then just dicks are sticking out of it, (laughs) dildos.
3: (laughs) So if you've ever had a long-distance relationship, you know how difficult it can be to maintain intimacy. And you've done this. Have you you ever had phone sex with a long-distance lover?
0: Yeah, I've never paid for it, but like a girl I was actually dating, sure.
3: Which, uh, you know, it's difficult to get into. I've only had a couple girls that I was actually kind of able to like really... Become aroused dealing with her over the phone.
0: Well, so she, so she just wasn't any good.
3: No, it's or because you're not I'm laughing good. on the other end just because I'm like, really, you know, sticking in your butt. All right, that's cool. You know, it's, it's <laughs> just hard. <laughs> All right, you know. I've been, <laughs> the other thing that aids it phone sex me up.
0: is uh, digital cameras and email and the ability to attach pictures. That also that's helps the girl the who sex. was successful
3: at it would send me a video and then talk to me while I'm looking at her pussy yeah. on the video. No, so the, yeah, that that definitely facilitated the intimacy. Well, there's a, a number of companies that have invented uh, these new devices that uh, will basically, teledildonics companies, they'll basically um, further virtual sex.
0: Do you think people had, like, <laughs> like in the 1800s, had, like,
3: letter sex? <laughs> <laughs> they, they send love letters. Right, but a
0: love letter isn't letter sex. <laughs> it's like, something else. Send like, a
3: bunch of pubic hair in the envelope and send no, it out. No,
0: like you describe, like, now I'm...
3: Ripping off your pantaloons. <laughs> <And> you, <laughs> you have to bloomers. wait for Pony Express to send it to you like two yeah, months later. Like
0: you know, you you leave a little of your jism on the corner of the thing underneath your signature and then
3: Evolution have- of porn. Yeah. Seriously, that's where it all started. So this company here called Hi Joy is an online community that uh, makes use of their specialized adult toys. These are masturbators for men and vibrators for women. These toys can be controlled via the computer. So partners can chat via video or phone. While controlling each other's toys remotely
1: Hmm.
3: Which which is kind of interesting I I think it's kind of like these devices Are things you can like You stick your dick into Yeah uh, yeah, Not really interested Well dude I mean think about it It's like so
0: I don't want some piece of plastic That I regularly jerk off into
3: just sitting there? Just you, sitting there on my desk. So have you, would you, uh, you ever know, use Biden a flashlight? You know, by like,
0: va- vibrators in the dishwasher, you know, and it's easy to clean off. And there's not that much shit coming out of the girl's pussy anyways, right?
3: Usually. You never know.
0: <laughs> Sometimes. But, but yeah, I don't want something that's, like, has my jizz in it and just encrusted old jizz sitting around.
3: Just, have you ever used a flashlight? No, and I never would. <laughs> you know, I, I don't have. Have you I, ever
0: fucked a, Have you ever fucked a banana peel?
3: I've never fucked a banana peel, but I have fucked a cantaloupe before.
0: Did you warm it up in the microwave?
3: No, I didn't. I was worried of, of being burned. I've I've had some friends that have been burned by it literally. Well, yeah,
0: you gotta warm it up and then let it cool down a little bit. I, I, I know, I I know think, you're anxious at that point to fuck the cantaloupe.
3: Have you fucked the cantaloupe? No, I've never fucked the cantaloupe. <laughs> so then how do you know you got how long do you have to let it cool then? Just Dr. Com- Wackerly. It's just common sense. <laughs> I did stick my dick in a a bottle of peanut, a jar of peanut butter. What about a a Hot
0: Pocket? Those can burn
3: (laughs) I never would have thought Hot Pocket, but I I did. It's right in the name. It's called a Hot Pocket. If you're willing to stick your dick into some kind of food item, I'm surprised you wouldn't order a Fleshlight.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. I've never done any of that stuff.
3: Well, cantaloupe fucker <laughs> <laughs> so, so in japan they uh d- they created this device called the run which is basically an onyx shaft with a bulb on one end and sensors spaced along its surface you use it in tandem with a webcam or a camcorder and the software of the device when you stroke the device with your hands or lips or whatever the software captures the placement and pressure of each touch and embeds the signals into a video during playback the signals are translated and sent into another usb device Which is uh, segments Takumi toy, which is basically like a flashlight. So, if you think about it, dude, you can go to a website, find your favorite porn star, Liz Vicious, click on her video. That's
0: your favorite porn star. Okay.
3: (laughs) I thought you shared in my uh, adoration of beautiful Liz Vicious. No. But, uh, okay. She
0: looks like a concentration camp
3: survivor, but she's ginger.
0: (laughs) She's I like the gingers. Okay, she's hot, um, dude,
3: and she's pale. Yeah, I guess. Is anyway, that
0: something from like a throwback to Auschwitz in your genetic memory or something? Okay, oh, but all look right. At, <laughs> look at Zelda coming out of the camp gates yeah, after she's been freed. She's, I want to fuck her so bad.
3: Think of the fantasy, dude. You got, you got the Auschwitz concentration camp, the barbed wire, those uh, sexy... Pale blue outfits. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think in the gray skies, the German <laughs> okay. shepherds.
0: But so Liz Vicious. No, what? so Liz Vicious. She's blowing some dude. And no, she's videotaped
3: thing. her blowing of this device or her giving a handjob. You put it on and basically it emulates her actions. Uh-huh. You have simulated sex with your favorite porn star. You you'd but be isn't unwilling to do this. But is that what I'm do doing this. right
0: now? <laughs> with my with my hand.
3: Well, in your mind you're doing it, but physically you could be actually having – feeling what it would feel like if she was blowing you.
0: Yeah, see, I think this is all just a scam because it's not – A, it doesn't really feel like her mouth. B, I think dudes will buy this stuff and somehow think that they're not – as pathetic as they really are, like just sitting there jerking off the old-fashioned way.
3: <laughs> Dude, wait, you think they're actually going to think that they're having sex? <laughs> on
0: some level, they're going to be like, yes, I, I, really, I spent a lot of money on this thing and on this service, and I'm, I'm really fucking Liz Vicious right now.
3: She's really blowing me. Dude, okay, what, okay, let's take it one step further. What if there were holograms? Would you do that? So imagine the ability to interact with a virtual partner, a hologram that responds to your touch or even your voice. <laughs> So you got your fleshlight on your dick, and you are we talking and are seeing like, a hologram. Are we here. talking
0: like the hologram of Princess Leia that pops out of R two D two? Are we talking like full on Star Trek hollow deck?
3: <laughs> Either or, but let's for example, for argument's sake, Either let's say or. Star Trek. Let's say Star Trek. Well, full on hollow deck. The
0: hollow deck is like everything is completely real to you. Yeah, I would go for that.
3: And you know, if, again, except that
0: you know, the hollow deck costs like quadrillions of dollars it's on it's on the uss enterprise it's not like i'm just gonna build this thing in my fucking basement
3: well i think at this point they actually i think i think the technology that we're capable of reaching at this point (laughs) would be the princess leia type hologram (laughs) so
0: you would have so she started just hovering above me not really even like she's sort of supposed to be sitting on my cock but she's really like three inches over because it's kind of fucked up
3: and she keeps like fading in and out yeah i don't know (laughs) But I'm no, imagine her doing that, and then you feel what it would feel like for her to give you a, a blowjob. Uh huh. I don't know. I I, I think uh, I think holograms are definitely going to be happening in the future. Also, uh, you you've seen the, the the people talk about sex robots having sex with androids uh-huh. and real dolls. I what? think
0: the Pokemon cartoon is mostly about that.
3: <laughs> having sex with androids?
0: Yeah, pocket monsters. <laughs> Isn't that what it's about?
3: <laughs> I got a pocket monster for you. <laughs> But no, they say the real doll is the Ferrari of sex dolls. And, you know, I don't well, think... Well, that's true. I don't think I'd be able to have sex with one.
0: Yeah, but remember that blow-up mermaid we got you with the three the oh, yeah. fuckable holes? That's what, a, that's what sex dolls used to be. They're just basically just plastic. Just plastic dolls with, like, some... Cartoon of a woman's face drawn on it. <laughs> no, you, I, re, dudes used to fuck those.
3: And real dolls are made of silicone, and they're very lifelike, and they have actually like realistic sexual organs.
0: Right, and their head doesn't look like a light bulb with a with a
3: smiley face on it. But I bet you know. I think they're going to become more and more lifelike as time progresses. You
0: mean it'll be like an actual robot that will walk around and actually move and shit while you fuck it,
3: and it won't give you any back talk. And you, as soon as you raise the well, hand, can... it will cower in the corner. So yeah, I'm looking you, forward to that. now you're
0: talking about how it's an improvement over a live girlfriend? Or, <laughs> or an improvement over how they are now?
3: <laughs> Both. Um, also, I think another area where they're going to improve people's sex lives are with sexual drugs. And you know, they've already made Viagra, Cialis, uh, various other uh, drugs treating erectile dysfunction and look at, look at what that impact that's had on people's sexuality. I mean, old people are fucking now. Your think parents many, are probably uh, fucking now.
0: They got many old ladies are just pissed off.
3: Oh, dude. And Bob <laughs> Dole's like, wife. I
0: thought we were done with this. And Bob Every Dole? day he's fucking walking around with a
3: fucking pitch tent. You know, Elizabeth Dole must just be fucking cursing the gods. <laughs> but so, no, seriously, they say one of the drugs that they're creating right now is a form of male birth control this birth control will probably be similar to female contraception the pill in that it will use hormones to temporarily disable fertility that would well, be cool well would you take hormones to make you sterile sure dude women, that's what the pill is yeah but think about this women always are like well i take hormones to make me sterile and they complain about it but dude women don't have to get a boner the fuck women, just basically have a hole that you can lube up and fuck. So by us <laughs> putting hormones in our body, we're going to. I'm sure they nega- adversely affect our sexual performance. I, Think about it, dude. You'll no, become more I'm sure feminine. They
0: figured it. I mean, hormones don't give you a boner. If you're dude, not horny, I mean, if you the hor- if you don't have the hormones to make you horny, then you're not less gonna get testosterone. A
3: boner, you're not going to get a boner. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't know if that's true. What I want to say you're not. Crick
0: and Watson over there. Dude, you know what the fuck you're talking about. All I'm
3: saying is what I want to say to the girl who's complaining about taking hormones. It's like, listen, do you want me to please you? You know, it's like if I can't get a boner, you're not going to be happy. (laughs) You know, if if you want me wearing your blouses. See, I think
0: you're looking at this completely the wrong way. Think of this
3: you're being an asshole. And you're
0: just like, these hormones. It's this birth control. <laughs> it's just, what do you say
3: It's an automatic excuse? Every chick who ever you takes, every chick who
0: ever takes uh, the pill like you know, has all these fucking attitude problems and shit. And then they blame it on the pill. And you just have to be like, well, I do want to keep fucking you without a rubber. So I guess I'll just have to deal with your bitchiness.
3: And so then you're, you're saying this would be an excuse for us. It's the us. man's excuse to we be We would have dick. carte blanche to yeah, do whatever we want. Exactly. I do like your take on this, Wankily. Another potential blockbuster sexual drug will be one that enhances sexual pleasure or enhances desire. Uh, Recently, the drug bremelanotide, originally developed as an artificial tanning compound, was found to have a sexually stimulating effect on the nervous system itself, not on the vascular system, as is the case with Viagra. So they're claiming that uh, this drug, you could just take, and uh, it's basically like taking ecstasy, but I don't think it, like, Gets you fucked yeah, at, gets fucking you as high fucked up. as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> another, balls. another device I found interesting that they, they're planning. Actually, this is currently being tested, uh, evaluated by the FDA, is the Orgasmatron. You, you're, you're automatically thinking of Barbarella. You're thinking yeah, of Motorhead's right. song, the Orgasmatron. Right. So basically what this, was, what this does, the Orgasmatron, as it's being called, is currently awaiting FDA approval um, to become a reality in the near future. Uh, the, it, it basically treats female orgasm dysfunction. It's a device roughly the size of an iPod mini. It has wires that attach to the nerves in a woman's lower spine that are responsible for sexual pleasure. When so a what, but- it's
0: like surgically installed?
3: Yeah, it's implanted into your body, in your spine. So when a button is pressed and the nerves are stimulated, women get a 100% real, orgas- real orgasms. So it's as if their clitoris and vagina are being stimulated at the same time. Apparently, the sensation is quite real.
0: Clitoris and G-spot? Is that what you're saying? This no, question?
3: clitoris and vagina. I guess, yeah, it'd be a G-spot orgasm.
0: You know, I wouldn't want my girlfriend to get that because I'm afraid I would be immediately dumped. <laughs> because useless. she has this, yeah, it's like, <laughs> who, the, who the fuck are you?
3: Yeah, but could you imagine if you, Mr. Just, two Pump chump? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but dude, could you imagine if you had control, like the remote control in your pocket? You're like, do you, do you, really, what think, think, was that? you really think your <clears> girlfriend's <throat> gonna
0: give you the button? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm just in saying, What world dude, do you live?
3: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, let's say you went through and you found her diary and you found out where the she's hiding the button. Oh, and you steal it, and you steal the button. Dude, you'd have dominion over her. Yeah, you would, pretty much. I I think it would be amazing. I don't know. Um, People also say that they're going to be making uh, various love potions. And people have been obsessed with the idea of a love potion. You've heard of Spanish Fly. Uh, You've heard of um, uh, Little Hypno. I
0: think all all through the ages, this has been something people have been striving for. Tequila works pretty
3: good. But at this time, scientists already know that adrenaline, dopamine, serotonin, Oxytocin, Vesopressin play specific roles in the processes of attraction, lust, feelings of intimacy, and connectedness. So in the future, tailor-made drug cocktails Mm. will completely ensure that you're going to get laid.
0: Not really, because what, you give one to a girl and then she's like, wow, I'm really horny, I'm going to go fuck my boyfriend, and then she leaves.
3: And then you're like, fuck you. No, but (laughs) let's say you're out with a girl. I paid $80 for that pill, bitch. Obviously, she's kind of into you. And then uh, you just kind of see, well, you know, I'm just going to pump up a little more adrenaline in her. Give her a little bit of serotonin here. Uh Give her a drug cocktail.
0: See, my natural just physique and looks and, you know, my humor... That's an aphrodisiac, Do that right enough. now? Yeah, that's the exact effect <laughs> they have on a woman. Well, it's better than your old technique. I don't know if you technique. knew
3: that about me. It's better than your old technique of a couple shots of tequila and some Rohypnol. Uh huh. Well, yeah. that
0: works better than falling off your stool. Yeah, to admit.
3: <laughs> finally, finally here because we're gonna move on. Is that uh, there's. They they feel that they're going to make breakthroughs in love matching technology, such as eHarmony or Yahoo personals. So current dating sites like eHarmony will see advancements. You know they'll use genetic testings, they'll use sophisticated personality tests, compatibility algorithms. Uh, you'll learn about uh, attraction, and uh, you know this will lessen the likelihood of uh, divorce, reduce divorce. You'll find somebody you're sexually compatible with. Think about it, dude. But what
0: if eHarmony also finds seven other girls that you're sexually compatible with? So and you like, have you know, seven, seven mates? One has bigger tits than the one you picked first. I don't think it's going to reduce di- divorce.
3: But think about it this way. You know, y- you have you're sexually compatible with only a certain amount, a set amount of girls. Like, you know, you want a girl... That um, well, and then on
0: ninety nine percent of those girls that I'd be sexually compatible with will not have nothing to do with my penis.
3: Well, you never know exactly. So you want to find a girl that likes a guy with a two inch penis, erect penis, and you want a girl that's down with a guy that wants to have sex for two minutes, three times a week, if that, <laughs> if, if he's sober. <laughs> so you it's put you, you put all this information into the new sex harmony, and then you find that you know 80 year old gilf that uh, is willing to uh, have sex with there you in your micro penis. There are gilfs. No, but I'm just saying. I think in in the future we will have advancements in the way yeah. people like. I don't There'll know about those. I, th-
0: I think those uh, eHarmony type sites. That, you know, they work on the premise that like. If you like to watch basketball and a girl likes to watch basketball, like oh wow, you're gonna really hit it off, which is kind of fucked because I don't like my girlfriends to be well, currently the same because as me.
3: you're not adding any genetic information into the database.
0: Oh, so you're saying that's gonna be the change? I so they'll be like, be you know, change. your penis fits exactly in the into in her, her vulva, yeah. so
3: you know if you you know you will definitely please her every time you have sex. Uh huh. You'll find a pseudo, a perfect mate on all counts. <laughs> you know it'll be interesting. So anyway, I'm just saying. As a sober man, if um, I continue to be sober for the next couple days, <laughs> I'll probably be fi- figuring out new ways to masturbate. Because, dude, I think you do get creative. One of my big
0: uh, advancements in masturbation in my own life was switching to my left hand a couple years back.
3: The stranger.
0: <laughs> it's not the stranger.
3: Isn't that the stranger? No. Strangers,
0: when you sit on your hand till you can't, till you lose feeling in it, and then jerk off with that.
3: Oh, till it goes to sleep. It and could then be you your left hand, but it. it
0: could be your right hand.
3: T- okay, so the stranger could be other any other hand. Well, what about when you soak your hand in water and it gets all like uh, wrinkled? Is not that like uh, called the grandma, <laughs> like the granny stranger? Yeah, is that the granny stranger? I, I think I've that never might tried work. That
0: one. Maybe I
3: won't. <laughs> so people, it's interesting. Uh, you know, uh, enjoy <laughs> the your red tube
0: construction worker. You ever try that one?
3: <laughs> no, I've never actually done the glove construction worker. <laughs> Okay, Wackley's full of good ideas, and he's a drunk.
0: But you did try the melon. Are you going to keep calling me a drunk now that you're not drinking? Are you one of those types of sober people? I'm not a
3: self-righteous sober person. Well, you
0: seem like you're turning out that Dude, way.
3: Dude, I've only been sober for about, what? I know, and it's already, 48 been, hours? And it's already this bad? <laughs> so, people, I think you should investigate your new forms of uh, sexual innovation here. So, people, this is episode 152 here of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show. I did a story about uh, nursing home shenanigans that um, were gross and despicable and arousing. Mostly a, arousing. Yeah, mostly arousing. Wackley did a story about uh, the mother of the year from, uh, was it, Iowa? And a listener's, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> a listener sent a story about a northern UK man, man's incest factory. Well, believe it or not, Wackley, you won by um, a landslide here. 94 votes. I came in second with 68, and the listener came in third with 42. So congratulations on winning episode 151. Enjoy the tecate while I enjoy my coffee. People, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wacker and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week, present them here on the show. Audience votes, winner gets a case of beer. We throw in a wild card submission with a listener story, which you can send to Podcast at uh, hotmail.com. I believe I started episode 151, so Wacker, why don't you kick off 152? <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh Bradenton, Florida, according to records released Wednesday by the state attorney's office. Over breakfast Tuesday morning, Deborah Tanner, who said her seventy nine year old husband suffers from medical problems including Alzheimer's disease and congestive heart failure.
3: Dude, the guy's gonna die. Yes.
0: The combination 80. of the two. Right. How old is well he? plus others. He's seventy nine years old. Um and he told her, his wife, over breakfast that he was, quote, tired of trying. The woman said she took that to mean her husband wanted to die. This is in Manatee County. So wait. Seacow <laughs> C- C- County?
3: Was his wife a manatee? Sure.
0: No, actually the picture didn't look too bad. For She's actually 56. So he's 23 years older than her. Jesus,
3: dude. How do these guys? Like... That's like
0: younger than the girls you did.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> if I dated a girl 23 years younger than me, you know, I'd, be, go, I'd go what, to prison. <laughs> <laughs> but no, how do guys like McCain get these younger wives? Or uh, you know, That guy must be really wealthy.
0: Uh, or just a badass, yeah. He's probably rich, though. Yeah. Or was rich. Um, apparently, uh, they have a son, and so the, this woman and the son take turns taking care of him because he needs constant assistance getting out of bed and using the bathroom. I don't know why he's not in like a home. Maybe he's not that far gone yet. Uh, but he sounds like
3: he's uh, rather fucked up.
0: According to news reports, the chain of events that day went like this. After breakfast, she gave her husband six OxyContin pills. Is that the same thing as OxyContin?
3: Oxycodone? OxyCodone. oxycodon. yeah. So it's basically same thing. It's the active agent in OxyContin.
0: And so it was six pills a lot? I mean, yeah,
3: dude, you'd die. Probably. Well, it depends on the the uh, milligrams like of lot. the pill, but it depends on the milligrams of the pill.
0: It doesn't sound like a lot. I mean, I would give the guy like you know fifty
3: <laughs> and a bottle of tequila.
0: I guess the what's the what's the risk there that if you give him too much, he's going to puke it back up.
3: I don't. You'd think he would just kind of fall asleep and lose consciousness. Yeah, die. it
0: seems like a good way to go. And yeah. that's kind of the crux Wasn't. of this story. She only gave him six in hopes he would go to sleep and pass away. When that did not work. She grabbed a 10-inch steak knife from the kitchen, went into his bedroom, and (laughs) stabbed him once on the right side of the neck. Now, there's a loving wife.
3: Very thorough, though, at least.
0: The knife, detectives say, because the detectives are going to show up eventually, obviously remained impaled. So it was like sticking out of his neck, you know, like wobbling up and down as he's like wheezing in and out.
3: See, dude, if this guy had the orgasm button, that wouldn't have happened.
0: <laughs> well, he's, un- remember, he's got the six Oxycontin, so maybe, oh, maybe yeah. he's not even feeling any of this. She pushed him down onto the bed, told him to rest, then went outside and smoked a cigarette. <laughs> when she returned to see if he was dead, he was still trying to sit up. No, dude. Maybe this guy is like McCain. He's like a hardened war hero, and you can like pump him full of drugs, and or he just I keeps going.
3: I think he's more like Jack LaLanne. I mean, was he really fit? I like guess, he's like maybe. eighty-five, still yeah. doing a hundred push-ups.
0: So she comes back in from her smoke, and uh, she says he's tr- still trying to sit up. And quote, "I need to kill him." Deborah said she was thinking, according to the reports, because now you're like, "Well, dude, I can't now call she stabbed him in the heart. I'll yeah. be thrown in the uh, thrown in jail." Uh, So she returned to the kitchen, grabbed another 10-inch steak knife, and stabbed him a second time in the <laughs> other side of the neck. So now he's got, like, you know, my favorite Martian antenna sticking out of his <laughs> neck, or Frankenstein, I guess.
3: Dual knives sticking yeah. out both sides of his neck.
0: Um, Again, she left the knife impaled and left the house for a second cigarette. I think she's assuming he'll bleed out while she smokes her fucking cool 100 <laughs> on, the, on the sidewalk. She returned to the room. So I was still alive. Uh, and removed both knives from his neck. That's when she stabbed the left side of his neck. Oh, I guess those, both, those first two were on the uh, right Oh, side. both
3: on the right side. Yeah.
0: Um, when this did not kill him, she told him that she could not help him anymore and contacted 911. <laughs> H-
3: has she ever heard about just sticking a pillow over his face right. and laying her weight into it, Although he, smothering he, him? Like
0: I'll say it again. He was on sixty six oxycondons and he was still trying to get up. So maybe you're right. Maybe he's like some massively strong Alzheimer's congestive heart failure guy.
3: Yeah. I think um, I think he was a Jack Lane type dude. When
0: the deputies responded and arrested her, she told um she stabbed her husband because, quote, he needed some rest.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so so what happened? Did the guy end up dying?
0: Uh that's a good question.
3: Because, dude, I mean, seriously, you, you're...
0: He was, basically- th- yeah, was flown to Bayfront Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries. Dude,
3: I, I, I am amazed by this dude. Yeah. He's, he's like the guy that can get shot 17 times and still it's live. Too bad he's so he's si- like 50 Cent, the rapper.
0: It's too bad he's so sick because we could send him after Osama Bin Laden. You probably get him. <laughs>
3: no, seriously, this dude is more of a badass than Kurt Russell. He's
0: like Iron Man, but he doesn't even need the iron suit. He's no. just, like,
3: that tough. <laughs> now, that's resilience. So on the sick and wrong star scale, dude, your wife tried to kill you what four times? Stabbed him twice in the neck.
0: Well, it's one, uh, it's one elongated attempt.
3: <laughs> Murderous, uh, yeah, mur- attempt. To, yeah, but I mean, so she, really,
0: I mean, she didn't think he wanted to. She just so was sick of cleaning up his shit. Five different methods. Wiping his she ass. was sick
3: of wiping his asshole.
0: Right, but I don't understand why she just didn't. It doesn't. There's something missing from this story. Because why mm. didn't she just give him all the whole bottle of pills?
3: You know what? I, where's Manatee County? Is it Florida? Yes. You know, you know what I think's missing from the story is the amount of meth that she's probably on. Because she wasn't thinking clearly, dude. <laughs> no, there's
0: a picture of her. She doesn't look like she's on meth. Unless, <laughs> she's from just Florida. Start, unless she just started meth.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to give this, just because she repeatedly fails so many times and the comedic enjoyment from that. I'm giving it
0: a 4.25. Uh, okay, I'm going to give it a 4.
3: But uh, the fact that the guy lived. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's weird. I didn't even
0: me. notice that. when I, was, I just assumed he died. But yeah, he's uh, still kicking.
3: My story here for episode 152 involves a father who murdered his wife successfully, but in uh, South Africa here. Ooh, you top. me. Pretoria. <laughs> uh, the headline is, How I Killed My Wife. Sounds like a good uh, short story. Yeah. A father of three explained in detail how he bludgeoned his wife of 17 years with a shifting spanner, which is one of those adjustable wrenches. Uh before plunging call in, it
0: a crescent wrench. Crescent wrench. States.
3: That's what we call it here. Um, before he plunged a knife into her throat and another into her back because she had deeply hurt him. Uh, She had told him that he needs to go see... Like she
0: jammed something deep up in his asshole? (laughs) No, she emotionally
3: emotionally hurt him. Uh, She had told him that uh, he needs to go see a doctor to have a penis enlargement. Uh. And then another big um, (laughs) insult here... (laughs) One of, one of their sons was not his child.
0: So is that first thing? Is that really a suggestion, or is that just an insult? Flat out insult. That sounded like an insult. But <laughs> she dude, doesn't. She wouldn't fuck him even if he did get a penis. Enlargement, but think about this: saying.
3: you've been married to this woman seventeen years, thinking that's your child for seventeen years. Which would make you more upset? Having your wife saying, "Say you need a penis enlargement," or "That's not your kid." By the way.
0: Uh. Say you have a small penis from your girlfriend. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> <Very laughs> insulting and hurtful.
3: So listen to this guy. If guy's... it's not
0: my kid, I'm like, see ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm out of here. No child support, bitch. No child no support find the father. ever.
3: Yeah, and then you go satisfy another girl or unsatisfy <laughs> another girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could find an Asian girlfriend I like small penises.
3: So this guy's name here is the best Afrikaner name I've heard in a while. And so the Afrikaners were the white, like the really racist white guys who were responsible for apartheid yeah, in the Dutch, 80s. they're Dutch, right? They're Dutch, Dutch descent. His guy's name is Ockert Vandenberg. <laughs> he said he was very angry when his wife told him that she was no longer interested in him sexually, and he revealed in detail how his, her blood spurted all over his bare chest as he attacked her. Wow,
0: He's, it sounds like he was a little turned on by that. That's what he's describing it.
3: Yeah, no, he describes it in vivid detail. He said he later pulled the knives out of her throat and back because it looked really ugly. Uh, <laughs> testifying about Did the... Did he have
0: sex with the corpse? Is, <laughs> is that where we're going?
3: It was dissatisfying seeing her with the, uh, the knives sticking out of her neck. Yeah. Testifying about the gruesome killing here in the uh, high court, 41-year-old Vandenberg remained fairly calm but burst into tears when he told the court that he had no idea how he could have done such a thing. He said he suffered from a uh, depre- he suffered from depression, epileptic fits, and had a very low intellect, and could thus not be held accountable for his actions. So he pled not guilty.
0: The stupid defense.
3: Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Do, do they do the retarded defense anymore? Unless you're really retarded.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you're
3: really <laughs> retarded, yeah, they do
0: that. But I mean, can someone who... In could- Texas, they'll still execute your ass if you're retarded,
3: though. <laughs> but, yeah, actually, in Texas, they don't even care about it. But after a top psychologist... One less retard to worry about. <laughs> After a top psychologist took to the stand this week, he testified that Vandenberg clearly knew what he was doing. The accused changed his tune. He did not change his plea to guilty, but he did admit killing his wife, and he went into vivid detail what happened on that night. Apparently, Vandenberg, who was dressed only in his underwear, took two knives in the kitchen and a shifting spanner from a table, followed his wife to the bedroom. As she entered the room, he hit her on the back of the head with a spanner. She fell on the bed, and I just kept on hitting. I was like a wild animal. Her blood spurted all over my chest. I had two knives, and I plunged one into her neck and one onto her back. He said it was only after he switched on the light that he realized what he had done. (laughs) And my favorite part about this story is after he turned on the light, realizing what he had done, he started to cry and tried helping her by giving her mouth to mouth. Uh Uh-huh. Which I mean, mouth on
0: his penis. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, but think about that, dude. You just stabbed the woman in the throat. And how effective would mouth-to-mouth be? Yeah,
0: you have to give her mouth-to-neck would, would,
3: would the neck hole be like a blood, like a blowhole, like of a whale? Yeah, it would be. It'd just be spraying blood all, you know, all over the place. Exactly. He didn't call an ambulance because he was afraid. Instead, he wiped the blood from his chest, wrapped the two bloody knives in a face cloth, which he hid under the bed, and then he covered <laughs> yeah, his... hide wife. the murder weapon <laughs> under your bed. You are dumb. He then covered his wife's body with blankets. This is my favorite part of the story, actually. I have a couple favorite parts. After crying in the living room for some time, he went to the bedroom of one of his sons and hit the child over the head with the spanner.
0: <laughs> the one that she said was his or the one that she said was not his?
3: You know, they don't go into detail about <laughs> that. He said he did this to make it look as if there had been a housebreaking and that intruders murdered his wife.
0: Yeah. Black intruders.
3: After attacking he is his Africaner. son, yeah, he's an Afrikaner. He's probably like, oh, you know this uh, black guy came in here? <laughs> I cannot do a Dutch accent. I can't.
0: <laughs> it's, I it's even really attempt hard. it.
3: After attacking his son, he gave the child painkillers and was about to take him to the hospital when the boy asked where his mother was. I told her she was dead, but he didn't believe me. The kid ran into the main bedroom, lifted the covers, and his reaction was, oh, no. <laughs> and basically, that, 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 that's pretty much it. He was humiliated by his wife, and he murdered her with a shifting spanner and two knives to the neck. Huh. So, you, obviously, the woman didn't deserve this.
0: But, dude, when you— when she you didn't say he had a small penis. Yeah, when you insult— <laughs> Don't turn your back <laughs> on your husband after you tell him he has a small penis.
3: When you insult a man's penis size and then say, you know, a double whammy, then say, yeah, and by the way, <laughs> that kid's not even yours— after seventeen years, the real kid you gotta expect though, some is, blowback. It's
0: like you know, it's your friend Mike from down at the bar, or your bowling buddy. Yeah, you gotta find <laughs> out whose kid it is for the real, the top, you know, top A level insult.
3: Yeah, insult to injury. But so, so what I'm saying here, it's you know, it's, it's your co podcasters kid. It, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would get a uh, claw hammer for that one, but no, well, what I'm saying here. Obviously, he should not have killed his wife. But I can understand why he did. So for that for that very reason, and the, the reason it was so brutal, he did actually go knock his kid over the head with one, too. Or not the his kid. The two best
0: parts of the story are that and that he hid the knives under the bed. Under the bed. They'll never look there.
3: I'm giving it a four star. Three and a half. Three and a half. Three yeah. and a half is rather low, dude. I mean, at least this woman was murdered. Uh, yeah. You not even have a dead person in your story.
0: It's a, It's a... Crime of passion, marital dispute. I mean, come on.
3: She insulted Can't you get his penis. 12 of those she insulted every day? his penis. Can't you get twelve of those every day. <laughs> new ones. All right, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that one. Well, the listener submission we received this week, uh, we actually got from like ten people. sending the same now, do stories.
0: You, do you take the story that gets the most submissions, or just the one you like the best, or there's no rhyme or reason to it?
3: So the way it works, Wackley, you should know this by now. We've been doing this almost three years. I don't know how you pick the story, because you usually pick the story. Well, the way I usually pick the story is I'll go through and I'll get, like, the, you know, ten best listener submissions, because a lot of Just them...
0: Just based on your own evaluation.
3: Or w- w- what I think is the sickest story, or what best fits the show. Okay. And so, you know, we we receive... God, we must have received 70 articles this past week. And so, yeah, I'll go through and I'll say, oh, I've read that one, or that one's too old, or that one doesn't apply. Right. And they'll narrow it down to, like, the best five, and oftentimes, I mean, you'll get the same article sent to you twenty times. So which,
0: usually, what happened? The best story happens to also be the one that got sent in. Yeah, launch,
3: you know? the most okay. popular one. And so that was the case with this one. I think it's probably because a lot of English folks sent this in. All the limies. As soon as like a sick and wrong event happens in Limey Town, <laughs> they all have to report. All the Limeys jump on and be like, "I'll send it to you, you wankers. You know, it's <laughs> just like, okay, whatever, dude. Yeah. Mob so, mentality. Um, This guy, Mahalo, which I'm assuming that's a pseudonym, he says, here you go, fuckers. That's a
0: a Hawaiian term.
3: Yeah, I wonder if this guy's a Hawaiian person in England.
0: That would be What what
3: would they be called? Uh, I don't know. I don't don't even know. (laughs) He says, here you go, fuckers. Try and get the accents right this time. It's Is like, it you know, a Hawaiian dude? accent or what? <laughs> I don't even know a Hawaiian <laughs> English accent. They just talk really slow and are like not in any hurry to do anything. And they so they're have... kind of like Eskimos. Aren't they like, like uh, sunny Eskimos? <laughs> <Sun-skimos>? <laughs> <The> sun Eskimos? Sun Eskimos? <laughs> Sunshine Eskimos. <laughs> Tropical Eskimos. That's what Hawaiian people are. Holy
0: shit. <laughs> Spam Eskimo.
3: This does have a great headline here. Sex Act Fatal Crash Driver Jailed. A drunk driver who killed a father and son in a motorway crash was performing a sex act on himself minutes before the collision. The guy's name was Imran Hussein. He was driving at speeds of up to 120 miles per hour minutes before he plowed into the back of a Fiat Punto carrying the Proctor family. I mean, From, are, the, uh, Wakefield, England.
0: are the skinheads really right in their paranoia is just all of Europe being taken over by like, you know, poor Arabic people that do stupid shit like this?
3: Well, no, but you wonder about it, though. You always hear in London, there's all this uh, violence against Paki's and violence against Arabic well, people.
0: Paki, i Paki. Paki, i Paki violence. And yeah, uh, yeah.
3: you know, I, I just wonder, like, how are they getting out of Iran? How are they leaving Iraq and getting to England? And I don't. Just, know. I'm, kind of, glad, I'm kind of glad about
0: it because you know people in Europe for so long have like not known the level of violence that can occur when you have like a large ethnic underclass like the United States does, and they're finally getting a taste of that.
3: So wait, you're you're thinking this is going to be the new hotbed of sick and wrong stories? Yeah, I think it has been becoming crime one. and murder. So so they can no longer point the finger at America and be like, yeah, you know, if we go over there, everyone's going to shoot you, and exactly. you got to hide your wallet and get a right. fanny pack. Yeah. So now when we go to Europe, we're going to be like, yeah. Yeah, right. you're going to be like, we'll stay out of that Arabic neighborhood because it's fucked. Because it's dangerous. No, you know, I wonder if that's actually spurred the skinhead violence.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm sure it has. The, that, I'm, I know that, I know that's what they complain about. What I, my question is whether that's true or it's just a false perception, you know, paranoia. Well, happen.
3: I think all the racist Englishmen that listen to this show will be writing into us. Oh, yeah. This. I'm sure that's the emails
0: sure. are flying already as we speak. So
3: Imran Hussein here is driving at speeds of up to 120 miles per hour. One, one thing I was wondering, do you think he was a suicide drunk driver? Like, do you think this was like no. some. You know, but, you, but seriously, just, dude.
0: He just was a drunk driver.
3: But do you know how, like, Al Qaeda, they, they get in their mind of, like, okay, I'm going to strap a bomb to my chest, run to a crowded market? I've
0: heard of that, yes. <laughs> I've
3: heard of that. <laughs> so, you know, I wonder if this guy was like, I'm going to commit suicide, driving 120 You're miles an hour, jerking that, off.
0: I'm going to run that damn Proctor family over.
3: But first, I'm going to have a quick wink here.
0: <laughs> That's kind of an Indian accent. I did the same thing. I, I do
3: wonder though if I. Uh, no, know, I
0: think if he was a suicide guy, he would like have driven into Buckingham Palace, beating off, and,
3: beating off with a bomb strapped like yeah. in the trunk of the car or something. Right. So Gary Proctor here, 47 years old, son James 16s. They died in the smash on the M62 motor, motorway here. What kind of car was he driving? You know, they don't go into, they don't specify what car he was driving, but they do say that the family was driving a Fiat Punto, which is a pretty small vehicle, isn't
0: it? I don't know. That's a nice name for a car, though.
3: Hussein was jailed for eight years at Manchester Crown Court, which I'm actually kind of surprised that he got eight years with the English penal system. Yeah. You know, I thought he'd get like a couple months, you know, maybe a class. Yeah, the
0: last seven years were for jerking off in public, probably. So Hussein,
3: Hussein was uh, 32 years old. He pled guilty to two counts of causing death by dangerous driving and one count of driving with excess alcohol. The court heard that Hussein's erect penis was exposed when motorists came to his aid after the crash. Wow. Dude, this guy actually was maintained that boner. Point? No, he was conscious, but uh, he maintained boner the whole time. You, don't you think that would kill your erection? He must have been on, on something. Maybe he was on Viagra. Mm-hmm. He must have been on Viagra or something. I mean, seriously, dude. Popping Viagra, drinking. Did, was he wearing a cock ring? Because <laughs> that <laughs> will maintain your boner also. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, some special Arabic-like cock ring. And <laughs> it made out of camel hair.
0: Like in the shape of a crescent.
3: <laughs> Judge uh, Andrew Blake told him, at the least, it must have been a symptom. You were not giving your full attention to driving. Really? Did
0: he have the gear shift knob up his ass? <laughs>
3: Maybe that's why he was going so fast. He was stuck in, like, fourth gear or something. So, Hussein is uh, banned from driving for 15 years. Apparently, he had rowed with his wife hours before the crash, left the family home for a night out with friends in Leeds. He later stopped at a service station where he was described as staggering and clearly drunk. Yeah. which doesn't alarm many English people because uh, they apparently let him drive on after that. Yeah, so, everybody's driving. Is I it imagine... past five
0: o'clock? <laughs> yeah, if it's past you, five, five in look funny if you're sober. Like, I'm looking at you, <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Simon.
3: Then they'll start punching you in the face, so please don't do that, Wackley. Uh, not yet, at least. Not on the air. I'll wait after <laughs> the show's over. When challenged about ripping open a bag of crisps, he told the cashier, I'll find out where you live and we'll kill you a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's
0: probably also based in some, you know, the cashier is probably Indian, and this guy is Pakistani. You know? Oh, and there's like the ethnic there's rivalry, ethnic going, rivalry on. going on. there. Yeah.
3: Police examined his mobile phone and discovered that he had called uh, the uh, uh, 411 to request the number of an escort agency about 30 minutes before the crash.
0: I like that this guy's a good practicing Muslim. I, I, he's I drunk. Mean...
3: <laughs> he's probably eating
0: pork rinds. The crisp,
3: probably That's pork based. probably what the based,
0: And now he's calling a porn line. Yeah,
3: he's uh, committing infidelity. Yeah, this guy is uh, definitely not going to make it to uh, heaven here with the 40 virgins. He gets a bacon sandwich on the way home. Um, apparently, the uh, police officer here said his attempts to contact the agency and the finding of him with an erect penis out of his trousers Indicates that he was sexually excited and clearly handling his penis whilst he was driving at the time of the collision. I like how they use whilst. Still, you know. Now
0: I know you. If you're Arabic, you wipe your hand, your ass with your left hand, and you shake people's hand with your right hand. So which hand do you use to jerk off?
3: I don't know. Like yeah, how does that work? (laughs) I don't want shit. Do you you jerk off with a turban? (laughs) (laughs) Like is, is that the way it works?
0: They don't all wear turbans. Some of them wear fezes.
3: Yeah, I don't know. And, and plus, if you're jerking off and driving, where do you put the Slurpee? <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, it's like he was clearly sexually excited and handling his penis whilst he was driving at the time of the collision. Uh, Okay.
0: I assume this is a police officer with a hat that looks like a big dick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a bobby yeah. with no gun. <laughs> But you know, dude, let's say you're a passerby and uh, you see this accident happen and you go to help the driver and he's got his pants out and his erect penis sticking out of his pants. Would you be reluctant to pull him out of the uh, accident?
0: No, I just use it like a handle. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But you would actually continue helping him, I think. No, no. I think no. at that point. I wouldn't, I,
0: I wouldn't even know that his pants were down because I would just fly on by. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> maybe take a Fucking picture. Fucking traffic with, jam. Maybe
3: take a picture of my cell phone. Yeah. So the fact that this man was um, having a wank, driving 120 miles per hour, wasted, and calling uh, you know hookers on a cell phone. Yeah. And murdered two people. Going to have to give this a uh, 4.5. I'll give it a 4.5 also. You know, good. I mean, it, it, the fact that he was, the, the, the thing is, so this that's is like what people do. erotic not asphyxiation, just auto-eroticism. <laughs> With a car. Yeah, right. But no, seriously, Wackerly, this is what people do when they drink. <laughs> people, you can go I'm be drunk on the train home, jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> people you can vote for your favorite sick and wrong story the most sick and wrong story of episode 152 go vote sick and
2: well this is Jim rose of the Jim Rose circus and uh, before I put my face in broken glass and let somebody stomp on the back of my head I have to listen
1: to it. sick and wrong
3: Well, actually, we're nearing the end of the show here, and as usual, we tend to get to phone calls, the Sick and wrong hotline, and uh, emails to Podcast at com. I know we got a number of phone calls that we didn't get to last week, and we got a couple new ones, so uh, yeah, we might as well play the first call here. Hey,
2: Sick and wrong. it's Trucker Paul. Trucker Paul. Hey, you uh, he got all these working class heroes all over the place, you know, the... That's uh, true. I don't know what he was called The Troubadour Or whatever Down in Texas
3: Texas Troubadour He's a stevedore Stevedore
2: Pizza guy the UPS guy And of course myself
3: Sick and But I wrong, have to say Working class hero I have to agree
2: with the pizza guy Fuck UPS <laughs> And the postal service And if I ever saw him Clunking around in those Oversized minivans I just run them over with my tractor trailer. <laughs> they don't bring anything good, and they charge too much. At least uh, the
0: pizza
2: guy's bringing me some delicious
0: pizza, and you know. I think the UPS brought our moonshine. So yeah, UPS they never did bring, bring our him moonshine. Good.
3: But no, he does have a point, though. At least like the pizza guy is bringing you a delicious pizza. Yeah. And, uh, what, what, USPS, the postal service, just brings you bills.
0: Or, or shit that you ordered that's now broken because they fucking mishandled it. Because them. they
3: sat on it and kicked it into the truck, yeah.
2: You know, maybe we can smoke a bowl of it. <laughs> He seems cool. You guys were commenting on number 149 about, um, the vegan and, like, uh,.
0: I don't know that that anorexic chick down there sent you the moonshine.
3: She's- oh, the soccer mom, or Heather, would- the soccer mom. Yeah,
0: she's not anorexic, I don't think.
3: No, but uh, she's we, she sent us topless photos. She's kind of skinny. <laughs> Definitely got a great body.
0: She's not too skinny for me.
3: No, she's perfect. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Usually, like, i a little more plump, don't you?
0: A little more, but she's still within range.
3: No, I think she's got a great body. Of my
0: cat. More <laughs> 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 than willing. To-
2: wreck her
0: body with alcohol, but no, I don't want to get Dude, he sounds like you. Yeah, she's more than willing to wreck her body with alcohol. Well, okay. You and well, actually, hang out.
3: Hold on one second here. I fully condone girls drinking excessive amounts of alcohol. Okay. That's usually the only way I can get laid.
0: Alright, so you're just busting my balls?
3: No, I'm just saying I'm not drinking alcohol for if I can hold out the rest of the show. <laughs> Dude, I'm kind of having a cold sweat here I <laughs> see it I see it A delicious we beer <laughs> Well
2: I had respect for you, D But I lost it all when you said you don't eat animals <laughs> the animals are so delicious They are I, will, I eat every goddamn animal I'd eat you if you were dead in front of me
3: Well, think, either way I don't think Jews taste all that good I would eat a person, too You'd eat a person? Yeah, I don't have anything against it. Would you eat a baby? It probably tastes awful. Would you eat a man, a woman, or a baby, like a well, child? baby's
0: going to taste best. Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's fresh but, meat?
0: Yeah, because they haven't like, smoked and drank a bunch of alcohol. Okay, but
3: all right, for, hypothetically speaking, thought experiment here. Let's say you go to Thailand or China, uh-huh. and uh, you go to a store, you're walking through this market, and they said, human meat. Would well, you try it, or no. would you say you'd eat meat if you're forced to?
0: Yeah, I don't want to encourage the human harvesting industry or anything, but I'm saying but, if I was in, let's put it this way, if I was in uh, whatever, some tribal village where they eat people and it was like you have to do this or, you know, or you're or you going to be next on the menu, you got to show you're part of the group, it wouldn't disgust me.
3: Yeah, okay, so you're saying you, you would do it arbitrarily, like under duress. Right, but it, would wouldn't it. Saying, would it, wouldn't it, it wouldn't disgust me. I'm just saying, would you do it on your own volition?
0: It wouldn't disgust me.
3: It would disgust you, okay?
0: But it, but I do. I have, I have mental issues against it. Yeah, like I don't think there should be people farms
3: or anything. Would you eat a Jew? Uh, yeah. Why not? All right, I'm cutting you off. No more alcohol <laughs> for you. <laughs> Fuck vegans. You
2: can, can, lick my meaty cow balls. <laughs> I <Adios. laughs>
0: You know, it, it, I think vegan, vegan, eating a vegan would take, taste better. It's like a grass-fed cow tastes better than one that's been yeah, like, free-range kind of yeah, other dead cows.
3: Because there's there's no preservatives in a vegan, so she would probably taste much better than just a regular chick. Uh huh. But you, you know, but she is filling her body with the toxins of alcohol, so it doesn't surprise me that uh, Trucker Paul eats meat you think you're allowed to be a vegetarian trucker or as soon as you ever found that's probably worse than being a gay trucker it's like they find out you're a vegetarian and they're just gonna kick your ass
0: yeah well it'll be like um you know maximum overdrive you'll be run down
3: or you know what you know what I've heard they do to vegetarians is like I think they tie a chain around like your ankle and your hands and they kind of strong quarter, quarter you. You yeah with, with their, their semis <laughs> and then they eat it's your the worst, eat the then they eat the remains thank you trucker paul and uh i'll win back that respect believe me
0: well like trucks have you ever tried to get a vegetarian entree at a truck stop <laughs> what is it like grits
3: yeah i got slapped one time but <laughs> even, <waitress>. <laughs>
0: even the grits have sausage in them
3: got backhanded by the waitress asking if she had any tofu omelets
0: yeah. she backhanded you with the full pot of coffee <laughs> hot <laughs>
3: Who do we have here for call number two? Uh, This one is just labeled
0: new female member of forums. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have this,
3: we have, you know, uh, one of our many, there's been a few like new female uh, listeners that joined the forum. And this girl actually posted her picture and uh, called in. She's kind of sexy.
1: Hi, Dee and Simon. This is your newest member of the Sick and Wrong Forum. And I would like to just drop a line and say hey Um, also I would request that nobody um, puts any stories of like killing cats or anything because as you know I'm a future crazy cat lady and um, I would like it if nobody puts up any kind of sick videos uh, you know they can can, uh, post pictures of people getting killed and stuff but when it comes to cats no you know alright you guys
3: Take it sleazy, bye. Kind of has a sexy voice, sort of. You see yeah. her picture; she's pretty hot. She's um, like, uh... Yeah,
0: but she called. She said, "Hey, D and Simon." So <laughs> I like. I think we know which <laughs> member of the show she's obsessed with.
3: You know, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Like I could barely hear her voice. Yeah.
0: No, and she
3: just signed her own death warrant. I mean, bastard yeah, just...
0: Kestrel. As we speak, is furiously downloading pictures of mutilated cats. Dude,
3: I was about to say she's basically calling up a bunch of like. Sadistic perverts, and basically saying to all these people, please don't post pictures of skinned cats or yeah. tortured cats on the uh, right. forum page. Master
0: Kestr- Kestrel Kestr- is going and looking for pictures. Cunt boy is actually murdering a cat right now
3: <laughs> and filming it. If there's going to be home videos. You know, you this just going to be the best
0: post ever. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You just signed your death warrant there. I hope, we, I hope we don't offend her too much, though. She probably isn't a big fan of the movie. It's not Dumbo. us.
0: We're not doing any stuff. I'm just saying. I'm warning her. She's, exactly. She fucked up.
3: We have no control of what's posted on that forum. It's an
0: unmoderated forum.
3: Yeah, if I did, there wouldn't. no one would have ever seen One Guy, One Cup. Believe me. Yeah,
0: it would be all female members. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all, all the male members would be banned.
3: that? Uh, call number three. Uh, here we go.
1: What's happening, Sick and Wrong? This is Matt from The Jam Hole. Um, I was just thinking, since, you know, you guys kind of, when you first started out, you were hiding behind these internet monikers and whatnot.
3: (laughs) No one must know our true Wait, identity. Wait yeah, way to start. Well, I like the confrontational <laughs> beginning
0: of this call, that we were hiding.
3: Hiding behind our... No one must know our true identity. First identities. of all, he says
0: we're hiding behind internet monikers, but he's really talking about the pictures. So, I think what he meant to say is avatar or something.
3: Oh, so... Well, I think he's saying identity. Those are I pictures I think what he means us, They're just...
0: They're dated pictures.
3: They're older pictures, of course. But, yeah, you know... Or was he talking about our, our radio names? Um... I mean, no. maybe he's referring to that. <laughs> but, dude, you know, maybe you don't listen to radio, but, uh, you know, Wolfman Jack, that wasn't his uh, birth name. Yes it, <laughs> it, <laughs>
0: yes, it was. Take that it, back.
3: I'm sorry, Wackerly, Lee, to uh, be the shining light of truth here. Uh, what about Casey Kasem? <laughs> that's that's real.
0: Really? <laughs> Learn something new every day.
1: Whatnot, and you didn't, you know, have your pictures and stuff. If you do decide for your three-year anniversary to... Uh, show what you really look like currently maybe beforehand you should have a little contest and have people either call in or email and be like this is what I think you look like because I'm sure by now you know as long as you guys have been around everyone has somewhat of a picture in their minds of what you guys look like so I think it'd be kind of interesting to see what you uh, what everyone has Saying
0: shit, I'm kind of stunned, Sorry. <laughs>
1: That's I'm funny. No show tonight because we do shows Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Just saying, we do
3: them live. You guys should do your shows live. So. Okay, wait, wait, wait a second. You know, I like this guy's show. It's called the Jam Hole. It's a pretty good show. I think we linked to it off of our main page. Yeah, you we know, intended I, to. I listen to I it every it now and there. then. Well, no, it, it, yeah, we we do have a link on there. Yeah, you know, I listen to it out every now and then, but. Dude, three? could you imagine doing this shit three times a fucking week?
0: I think people sometimes (laughs) assume that we would have three times as much to say, (laughs) which is totally not true. Everything I have to say, I say the one time a week. If I was doing it three times a week... I just have to spread that basically, same shit out over the extra time. Basically,
3: we compress this hour and a half of just pure, solid entertainment it's into one day a week. It's
0: not compressed. This is as much as I have to say to anybody. But,
3: dude, don't, but seriously, dude, do you have the time to do it three times a week? Well, that's the other thing. That's because no, these not. guys live in, like, buttfuck Idaho or something. All right? I know they live somewhere in the Midwest.
0: And I'm out partying in Oakland <laughs> the well, other the other six days of the week.
3: I'm coming up, inventing new ways to masturbate, <laughs> and being sober. All right, dude, I don't have time to do uh, a podcast. Fair enough. But no, check out the jam; it's a great show. Okay.
1: So anyway, uh, my idea of what you guys look like, uh, Lance, in my mind, looks like a Stephen King slash Stephen Hawking—just that geeky <laughs> face with the glasses, a little you know pudgier. And you remind me, you, I think you look like a little skinny, bald dude with glasses and a Jew hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's that's down with Just
1: that. an idea. I love the show, guys. We're catching up to you. Just saying bye-bye.
0: Well, with, yeah, with three a week, really you do three shows a you're week. You're gonna surpass us
3: <laughs> Like soon enough. But you know what? It's I'm f-
0: glad to hear that I'm chubbier than Stephen Hawking because he has <laughs> <laughs> he has health issues. I don't know if you knew about that. But yeah, I definitely chubbier than Stephen King. That's gonna be a problem.
3: Yeah, I, I definitely think you look healthier and stature than uh, Stephen Hawking. I, I like how he thinks I look like Gollum <laughs> with like a fucking Jew hat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little yarmulke on little my head. Remarkably
0: accurate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like all ashen and gray and tiny. <laughs> But you know what, though, uh, um, he brings up an interesting point here. We are coming on the three-year anniversary. People have been, you know, berating us for what three years? Asking why don't you show your true identities? Why don't you I show? Know. Us what I know, and I said I'm game to put up pictures. So for the let's have a contest. Let's have people either submit their own um, Photoshop renderings or uh, or pictures. You can draw. You draw a picture of what you think that we look like, and uh, the audience. We can post on the forum. Audience can vote. And the person who's closest will get a, get a sick and wrong uh, three-year anniversaries prize.
0: I prefer the text description because the avid Photoshoppers have already like ferreted out some pictures that were around the internet of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. those They're are going to be – it's going to be too accurate. But you know, although I don't those know. pictures are pretty bad, they are they're pretty I mean, just bad. grainy and shitty, and you can't really
3: see what's going on. I think if uh, someone can like uh, whatever, it really doesn't.
0: Know. The picture, what I'm saying, it doesn't depict my awesome handsomeness, <laughs> <laughs> chiseled features.
3: <laughs> All I'm saying is, submit something. People can vote who is the most accurate uh, description, or we could even you know, once we uh, post the picture, you can we can decide. But uh, I think
0: we- I think once we post the picture, then I'm gonna write my. Uh, you know text description of what you look like and then you can write your description of what I look like
3: dude but you do kind of look like uh, Stephen King and Stephen Hawking <laughs> <laughs> combined like the love child but of you're the looking two. right at me Like I just made it up you can't add anything to
0: that that's what I'm saying <laughs>
3: Alright, i got a little Drew Carey thrown in there, <laughs> just for, for good measure. No, but okay, we're, you know, we'll, we'll have to think this further a little bit, but it's a great idea. We'll have the true identity contest of uh, Dean Lance here on Sick and Wrong, so feel free to email in your descriptions. No, no, call in your description, Or get on the forum. Don't email and, uh, it. Okay, get post on the forum, the forum and uh, post it. Uh, we'd like to hear that. People, we always love to hear from you, so give a call the Sick and Wrong hotline, 206-666-3846. Or send us an email, sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. We actually received a couple emails I want to get to here. Um, one from a, uh, a, a listener that um, I've always actually really appreciated everything he's had to say, but he's been absent from the forum, absent from our sick and wrong lifestyle here. And I was wondering what happened to him. I was actually concerned. Are you speaking of Fozzie Bear? I'm speaking of Fozzie Bear. It's my special bear. Fozzie Bear, who was the creator of the uh, Lance Wackerly gay comment competition oh, remember that right. maybe <laughs> that I was, don't like him that was that was Fozzie Bear's creation here he writes in hey boys I know I haven't I should almost do this in a really gay voice um, nah. but he's a bear I mean, so yeah he's he a bear have,
0: he's got more of that like hey
3: boys like a gruff kind of I know I haven't written in a while I've been on the forum probably sounds a bit like Trucker Paul but I felt I should write in and explain my absence I left the forum because I finally had it up to my tits with the bitchy little infighting between the twats It got to the point where we couldn't even talk about bestiality or pedophilia without someone being childish. Wasn't that what the internet forums are all about? Yeah. I mean, a bunch of bitchy little twats.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Plus, I do think since he's left, there's a lot more people on the forum. So maybe he should come back and check it out a little bit. And
3: there's plenty of uh, discussion of pedophilia and bestiality from what I've seen recently. But he says, the reason I haven't written to you guys in a while is simple. I'm a jealous little bitch, and honestly, I don't appreciate all these other homos writing and calling in on a regular basis. For a long time, I was the only gay around these parts. But now you have a tranny and more homos than I could shake my stick at. I love you guys and the show, but I can't share your affection with other queers. It's either all fozzy all the time, or I'll just watch from the wings. I know that I have staying power, and soon these other little bitches will be gone. And once again, I will be the reigning supreme queen around these parts. Until then, I'll be watching from the wings. Fozzie Bear did you know Fozzie Bear at, at one time was the only gay of the sick and wrong village Yeah, he was right. he, he was Fozzie Bear the only gay of the sick and wrong village everybody loves his gay quips and his comments you <laughs> it's know, the and, gay perspective he brought to everything but you know what? It's, at the same time seriously you, you need to share the love you know, we're all about equality. We're all about, like, uh, diverse opinions here.
0: I know. Well, we're like the Jim Jones cult. We, we need more members to keep the show strong. You know, you can't... It's not going to be just the first initial people forever, you know?
3: I never knew that... Uh, There's too much Kool-Aid to drink. <laughs> I never knew that the uh, homosexuals could be, like, this uh, This bitchy here. Really? Yeah, <laughs> this surprises good. me. Oh, it's new. Yeah, you know, I don't, I, I'm surprised Sensitive. about this. I always thought they were just all go team, you know? <laughs> All loving and uh, you go blowjob team. <laughs> it's just like let's get six guys and have a big butt sex orgy. But apparently, it's not like that it's not. in Fozzie Bear's world. Yeah. I don't know. Jealousy. Well, Fozzie Bear it is uh, good to hear from you, and we we want you to come back to the forum. We miss what you have to say. This guy's a funny guy, and I just want to see of,
0: his avatar again—the S and M actual Fozzie Bear from the Muppet Show.
3: So hopefully, he comes back soon enough. I know a lot of people have been you know saying, "Where's Fozzie? You could be the king of the uh, sick and wrong." Homos. <laughs> uh, so, uh, speaking of another sick and wrong homo here, uh, we mentioned uh, that uh, P Funk, who wrote in last week, said he was going to go. We, he wanted to know which uh, gay bars you recommend in San Francisco. He oh, ended right. up going to the Edge. Yeah. And uh, he said he was in San Francisco, had fun, he shit himself twice. He shit twice. himself twice, yeah. He says, I just listened to the podcast. For the record, I'm not a twink, but I won't hold that against you. As for shitting myself twice, I wasn't using some sort of gay catchphrase. It actually did happen. (laughs) I had a fisting accident in July, leaving me with a colosomy bag for the rest of the summer. Since I've been reattached, I tend to shit myself now and again when I get terribly wasted. Nothing too horrible, but enough shit for me to ensure that I'll be going home alone when I get that bombed. Again, just for the record, be good, P-Funk.
0: Now, San Francisco has a lot of gays. (laughs) And there's a wide variety of what they're into and what they're not into. And I gotta think you could find somebody who would prefer that you shat your pants and would, like, you know, seek you out.
3: Well, I also find it kind of funny that in the gay world or gay lifestyle so you can say yeah you know i'm not down for that because i have my fisting accident i had this past I know, summer i
0: just got the colostomy bag removed and everyone's so. like
3: ooh, god i had one of those a couple of years ago <laughs> yeah. it took me a while honey, to recover but Honey,
0: i know what you're talking about
3: <laughs> honey been there done that just keep strong be strong stay gay <laughs> Yeah, I, at first I thought he said fishing accident. I was like, you know, I can see that with the <laughs> hooks, right? But uh, no, then I realized. right up the
2: keystone
3: <laughs> colostomy bag fisting accident. Be careful there, P Funk. It's a it's a it's a dangerous world out there.
0: Hey, P Funk, you only have one butthole. <laughs> use You're it gonna, wisely. You need to use it for your whole life, so treat it well.
3: Yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Except,
0: I guess you have another one now that's on your side, <laughs> or they used to connect <laughs> in a bag so you do, you do have to hey fist
3: that hole yeah uh, that might work <laughs> leave the real butthole for you know the pooping and whatnot <laughs> we got an email here from uh, Maya who actually it was too long for me to, to talk about on the show but I did want to mention it I actually posted the thread in the forum under a Jim Jones anecdote she says okay boys I love your podcast and have just listened to Jim Jones episode here's my anecdote of a person who knows Jim jo- the Jim Jones massacre firsthand. She said she was going through customs at the Miami airport last Christmas, heading back home to Toronto. They go through her bag quite thoroughly, and she's a foreigner. And, of course, you Americans always do this. One of her presents they <laughs> found was the Jim Jones documentary. She's a documentary freak, and this was done by PBS, and it was in her carry-on. The security guy pulled it out mentioned, oh, yeah, I remember when that happened. And anyway, a couple guys uh, behind her, this guy... Um, I saw the incident take place, saw the security guard handling the documentary, and when she was on the plane, as luck would have it, this chatty old man sat next to her. turns Uh out this guy was a Marine who had to clean up the bodies in Guyana Uh during the massacre. Uh And was this this chick hot? You know, I wonder. I don't know.
0: And was this story fabricated?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, read it for yourself. Go to the Sick and Wrong Forum, and uh, you can actually... Right. The, that, the proof is
0: in the pudding. If we, I'll read the story and
3: I'll, I'll determine whether dude, there's it's some dory or detail not. in that. So uh, thank you, Maya. for If I thought uh, I was going to get some in. from
0: a hot Toronto Canadian chick, I could uh, generate some pretty accurate facts too. I think.
3: Yeah, I don't know, dude. Maybe maybe you should respond to her with a private message. <laughs> that and, I was uh, also there. Impress her with your Jim Jones knowledge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think but, you just uh, gave me away Thank you Maya for uh, writing in here And you know, people you can go read it in full on the Sick and Wrong Forum Speaking of the Sick and Wrong Forum Dude we're, we're like getting close to A thousand members on that We're getting all these new posters every day And I appreciate that And we're getting just these nasty topics And sexually charged questioning As uh, for example here I noticed in Wackerly's thread Wackerly you have a sex stalker I You have a I do. chick that's stalking you
0: and she's married.
3: Is she married? Yeah, oh, yeah. She she's a swinger. Swing. She's a swinger. and uh, She doesn't even say. I don't think she lives lives
0: nearby. I don't know whether she thinks I'm going to trek out to wherever the fuck she lives.
3: Well, I like the fact that she's never even seen her you. While her
0: husband sodomizes me with a
3: bedpost. <laughs> I like the fact that she hasn't seen you, but yet she's still having sexual fantasies. She's pleasuring herself through her my fantasies of you.
0: My masculinity comes through in the sound of my voice, <laughs> and the <laughs> level of alcohol consumption also turns women on.
3: I think um, she's probably a Battlestar Galactica fan, and she can tell that, that by listening yeah. to you. Well, what, yeah,
0: I mention it all the time.
3: Anyway, she had several sex questions for you, which you did respond to. You got to respond. And uh, they're hilarious. Your responses
0: were hey, hilarious. Hey, we, we uh, connect <clears throat> with our fans here on the show.
3: And the questions were hilarious. I'm going to read a couple. And people, if you want to hear Wackley's responses, you got to go on Yeah, the I'm forum. not going
0: to respond to them at this time. You have to go to the forum. One of the
3: questions here is, have you ever had your whole body shaved? Um, she says, if a hot-looking woman of your dreams wanted to see you suck another guy's dick, would you? I hope so. Um, have you ever worn pantyhose or stockings or silky panties during sex? That would be hot. She says, sorry if the questions offended you, but tonight my vibrator and I are going to imagine you and another guy getting it on with me and each other.
0: Every question wasn't really a question. It was more of like her desire. <laughs> you know, it's very leading. It's obviously obvious what she wanted to hear.
3: She, she, well, she wanted to you to prove her fantasy. And I
0: use she in quotes, by the way. <laughs> because it's on probably the internet, a you dude. never know.
3: But anyway, you've got to read Wackerly's response to these questions. Go to the Sick and Wrong Forum and check it out. Another person posted the um, infamous One Guy, One Cup video. This guy named Tyke says, Okay, fags, who hasn't seen One Guy, One Cup? Give some reactions on the show. I love how he's calling us fags. D- well, did you watch form, this video? No, I won't watch it. Dude, it's it's basically a video. It, it's the sickest really video. you want to tell
0: people what it is? No, go go or check it, it out. Kind of like a shock factor is the whole point. Right?
3: Yeah, one guy, one cup. Go check it out. It's all over our forum. I'm sure it's all over the internet. It's
0: not a cup, though. It's a jar, right? It's a mason
3: jar. <laughs> it's yeah, really it's a cup, glass mason that'll jar. That'll
0: give people enough uh, interest, I think. But it is
3: probably the... Yeah, okay, it surpassed the horse video in my mind. It is now officially the sickest and wrongest video on the internet. If that is that what you wanted to hear, Tyke. <laughs> because dude, I mean if it's up to us, yeah, that video sickened me. I couldn't even watch the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I noticed you were showing it to everyone while I was frying the fish. I was Just drunk. To build the appetites for my meal that I was
3: preparing? <laughs> I don't know, dude. It looked better than the fried fish that you made. <laughs> but you, you know what's kind of funny about it is uh, I actually sent the video to, uh, you know, that, that, that girl Your Hammer dad? Time? <laughs> no, that girl Hammer Time I was having sex with in uh, Los Angeles a while ago.
0: Yeah, I do know her.
3: So when she was up here, I showed her this porno video that was on the forum of this guy who had two cocks that was double penetrating a chick. Well, she, she wrote me an email saying... Hey, what's that video? I can't find it. I want to show it to a friend of mine. So I was like, <laughs> all right. And I sent her this one guy, one cup. Turned out this friend was like the principal of the high school that she teaches at. <laughs> And, but,
0: uh, <laughs> but, but wait a minute, so she's going to show him the two dick video, but like, oh, one guy, one cup is too much?
3: Uh, one guy, one cup is apparently too much, because now the dude just totally thinks she's a freak. And she writes back to this me. This really
0: brings it full circle about, to back where we were talking about at the beginning, how the internet has just totally changed everything, especially <laughs> with respect to porn. I mean, can you imagine your principal at your high school and one of the teachers watching you know, yeah, yeah. I mean any of these videos. <laughs> no,
3: like, I no, I can't. But I mean, think about it, dude. After years of desensitization, it's like you need a guy with two cocks, double penetrating a girl, to even like be like, Wow, that's weird.
0: Yeah. Because if she just showed him a normal porn, it'd be like, well, if, oh, you want to have sex with me then? Even
3: right? if you, like, you know, showed him a, a video of some guy having sex with a che- sheep, she'd be like, yeah, they do that all the time in Wales. You know, they <laughs> I mean, wouldn't even be worried. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised. So, I just, yeah. I, I
0: don't,
3: I don't know. know. It was just funny that her response was, you are such a dickhead. I should have known to check out the video first. It was just like, really? Surprise, well, yeah. surprise. I mean, what, <laughs> who what who she, would do that? Is she a moron? I was like she
0: just you sent somebody a video and then she just showed it to somebody and it was her first time ever seeing it.
3: Yeah, she had never seen it. Wow. So she doesn't know you know. very well. No, I don't think so. She probably won't know me in the <laughs> biblical sense again. But people go check out the sick and wrong form. Lots of entertaining things on there and hopefully uh, you'll be able to talk to Fozzie Bear soon enough. <laughs> he might come back. The return. Also, uh, thank you for uh, giving us all these votes on iTunes. Dude, we have over 80 votes. All these people leaving us five-star comments. Thank you. We're riding that rocket. You're really helping out the show.
0: Yes, our little chicklet is moving towards the front page. Yeah,
3: we're like already on the third page. I think we're almost on second. So, uh, people, keep voting for us on iTunes. We appreciate it. And uh, soon enough, I think this weekend, are you going to have the uh, new T-shirts available on the site, Wackerly? <laughs> are you going to finally do this?
0: Yeah, I'll do it. Too no, busy drinking. Week- <laughs> Last weekend's delay was your fault. This weekend's, past weekend's delay was my fault.
3: So hopefully by this weekend you'll get to uh, find and it's, buy it's the gonna brand happen. new, it's gonna happen. sick and wrong T-shirt. <laughs> it's gonna
0: happen for sure.
3: It's incredible. It'll make the best Christmas gift you can get for anybody. Uh, go check it out, at dot Finally, here, sick and wrong song of the week was brought to you by Nick, who was the guy that introduced us to Otto von Schirach. I think it was a sick and wrong song of the week from a co- about a couple months ago. He says I'm a huge Skinny Puppy fan. The new ogre, ogre's the uh, lead singer Skinny Puppy. His new side project is out and it rules. So I've got two submissions: a song from Ogre and probably the most brutal video I've ever seen. Major fucked up shit. The song from Ogre is called "Shh," and it's actually pretty cool. Shh, shh, yeah, it. like zip it, <laughs> shut it. it. <laughs> no, it's just uh, the uh, onomatopoeic word "shh."
0: <laughs> right, got it.
3: And uh, the video that he actually sent over is another video that's been on the forum as well. Did you see the video of the man that was murdered? The shocking video of the man's murdered?
0: No, I don't watch snuff movies.
3: I don't watch the snuff films either. And I think someone posted a thread on the forum saying, should we have murder videos on here anymore? No. You know, I, I don't really care less. Watch it if you want to. Don't let your kids watch it. I wouldn't recommend that. But, you know, I it doesn't get me off. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't fluff my dandy it doesn't do anything you know
0: <laughs> i don't know i don't know what i don't like about it it's just uh yeah i'm just not interested
3: i don't think they're real anyway so it's kind of kind of see some through of it, them
0: already <laughs> i mean i'm not saying i've never seen one but don't, yeah i've seen some that had to be real
3: this one uh i don't know i clicked the, i clicked on and looked at a little bit of it i think this one's definitely real so uh, go i go mean, check it out the al on, ones you know yeah those yeah. are real so I think it's in our uh, general listeners section. The shocking man is murdered. So you can go to the forum and <laughs> you go see, see that snow if you film, want. There it is. <laughs> Thank you, Nick, for sending in the sick and wrong song of the week. Uh, people will be back next week with uh, episode 153, and uh, we're coming up on the Christmas show and the three-year anniversary of Sick and Wrong next month. Is so Santa so um, gonna come around? <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, the uh, Christmas kangaroo might be here. You know, that's what they have in Australia. Really. Yeah, no no Santa's the Christmas kangaroo. Awesome. You got to fight it in order yeah, to get gifts. You've
0: to pull your present out of its slimy pouch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but people will be back next week with episode 153. Until then, take it sleazy.